Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host, Sean T, and I have some stories for you about how to communicate with your spouse. But most importantly, I have a question for you before we begin. Do you have a spouse that doesn't communicate and it makes your life a living bleep? Or maybe you're that one that doesn't communicate very well. We're going to talk about that and how to make your communication better. Get ready to trust and believe. Somebody say, oh, yeah. no, no, no. What's up? You better than Oprah. Come on, y'all. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Oh, today, y'all, we are talking about communication and specifically having a non-communicative partner. Now, y'all could right away think that I'm going to talk about a time where Scott wasn't communicating with me and I was very frustrated and we had a fight. Nope. I'm going to talk to you about a time where I wasn't communicating. I'm going to talk to you about a time where I was a fucking nightmare in my relationship. I'm going to talk about a time where Scott could have literally walked out the door and it would have been 100% my fault for me not expressing what is going on in my mind. And I'll tell you a couple of different examples because I want y'all to know out there, I am not perfect. Y'all see me on social media and I'm cutting the hell up and... It ain't always that. Well, now, I mean, I'm like Mary Poppins. I've learned so much in my life. And at the the ripe old age of 43, I feel like I've gotten most of it together. But back in the day, I had a really tough time communicating because I didn't understand what love really was. I had a really bad way of communicating. And that was that I didn't. That was that everything that was going on in my heart and in my mind and in my soul Not only was I not communicating and speaking it, my love that I used to have instead of communicating actual love came out as hurt and pain and passive aggressiveness. You know, I'm I'm sure there are a lot of people right now that are listening to that, that you are that person in your relationship. Luckily for me, I had a spouse who looked beyond what was being seen and looked more into like my heart and soul. Cause shall be out here on these streets, single, single as hell. You know, I was going through a tough time. It's when I didn't understand love. It was when, and I talk about this in my book, it was when love for me was stuck at eight years old. Love for me was 
literally being molested. That's what I thought, how people loved you. That was my first experience with like being in love, actually. And I know that sounds really weird for a lot of people. And so when I got older and I was in a relationship, an actual healthy, loving relationship, this type of being in love did not match the being in love that I thought was life. And I know that sounds really, it's sad and it's crazy because you're like, how can an eight-year-old be in love? But you're thinking like, well, my eight-year-old self was told that I was the favorite. My eight-year-old self was sexual pleasure was the release of that love, right? That was that was the action of that love. And so when I got to be an adult, I would go into a shell and I would have all this stuff in my brain. I wouldn't know how to express it. And so I would communicate in a really bad way. But I would say that the worst way of my communication was, was blaming, finding other reasons why I was like sad and blaming Scott for things that he didn't do and not really communicating the issue. And that's why in my book, I say, I talk a lot about it's not the thing, it's the thing. Most of the time while we fight with our spouse, it's not because you left the toilet seat up or it's not because you can't choose where we're going to go eat. Even though that could be very annoying when you're like, where, can we go? where should we go eat tonight? And they'd be like, well, where you want to go? It's like, bitch, why well, I asked you, right? I know like that's, that's silly. But when something like that turns into a fight, you're like, okay, let's talk about what's really going on. And so for me, I wasn't communicating the real thing. And that's the point that I want to get to in this section, in this story, is I actually don't think that we aren't communicating. We're just not communicating the right thing. We're not giving the right message. We're not stepping into the relationship or going straight to the point. Because had I had the power to go to Scott and say, you know what? The fact that I was molested is making me feel crazy. It's making me act like this. It's making me lash out like this. It's making me blame you for this. It would have been a much easier time because we would have known what it is that we needed to deal with. But instead, I'm finding a reason to blame him. I want to be quiet because I want him to feel bad for me, right? And these are the things that happen when you're not communicating the correct message with your spouse. Now, I just gave you an example that's like, it's, it's terrible and really sad. But like, like, let's just take something like simple. You and your spouse go to work. Well, I hope, hopefully you're going to work now, but if not, maybe you're in different rooms in the house and you're Zooms for work, right? Now imagine you're over there, you're over there, everybody's working and, and we're in this pandemic and we're working 24 hours a day because there's no boundaries, right? It's like, oh, they're home. I know they're home. So they should be answering an email. I know they're on the phone because they just posted on social media, blah, 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 all this thing. And now because of all this stuff that's happening at work between you and your spouse, You're not saying we're going to cut off our phones. We're going to take away the outside sources and spend time with each other. But instead, you just start bickering. You start fighting. You start doing all this stuff. And it's because you're not communicating the real issue. The other thing that's really tough to communicate in relationships is when you actually need time alone. Leave me the bleep alone. I have to say that I absolutely love Scott because he knows. And this is going to sound really shady. I like being by myself more than I like being with him. And that's not because I don't like being with him. That's just because I'm like, child, 
I need to figure me out on a daily basis. I always need to figure out where my energy is. We're so different. I'll give you a little story. So in the morning, I used to be like a morning person. I used to jump out of bed and I want to do jumping jacks and push-ups and laugh and talk. But ever since I had kids, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily a morning person because I just like, I have a hard time finding myself because, you know, you sleep differently and everything. And so that's why I talked about in a, a while ago in the podcast, like I talk about my day and why I start my day out being by myself. But Scott is the kind of person that gets up. He is right away wanting to like, give me a hug and a kiss. And it's like, oh, good morning. And I'm like, child, the roles have been reversed because he used to be wanting to sleep until 10 o'clock. And I used to be up and at him. But anyway, so the roles are reversed. And now it's just so funny because now I actually am like, oh my God, is that how it was when he wanted to sleep? Like he wants to give me a hug. He wants to jump out of bed. He wants to get the boys ready. And I'm like, I need a minute to breathe. If we're not communicating what it is that we want or what it is that we need, then guess what? Somebody's always going to be mad. Here's the thing. The other thing is like, I need to know his style of communication. Like I need to know, I'm like, Scott want like he wants that morning connection. And so instead of me being like, oh my God, I just need a second, I'm like, I'm gonna give him what he wants. And now he also knows that I need a minute and he lets me go downstairs and have my coffee by myself and and all is well in the world. And then our kids come in and they start bossing us around. But the thing is, like, we know, we know what each other needs because we communicate that. But now a lot of times if you're you and your spouse are both busy and you're not able to say, I need time alone or we need time to be together. If you're not communicating exactly what it is that you need with your spouse, there is going to be a volcanic eruption. It just is. And there are some people out there right now that's like, well, me and my spouse don't fight. We have a great relationship. We don't get loud with each other. And I'm like, okay, kudos to you if you don't. A lot of those people are just Throwing it under the rug, sweeping it under the rug. They're like, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to say nothing. Oh, we're fine. I'm going to give them a kiss. Oh, we're going to have sex. Oh, we're good. And you're just sweeping it under the rug. And you're sweeping it under the rug. And the reason why I say this is because no relationship is perfect. When people are like, oh, my God, you and Scott perfect. I'm like, no, the fuck we ain't. I'm like, yes, we have a great relationship. He is my best friend. 99% of the time, we are like having a good time and we're figuring out life. Maybe 97. Because there are other times where he thinks completely different than me financially. Like, I'm like, let's spend money. Let's go on a vacation. I'm flying first class. And he's like, no, we ain't. He's like, how about we get this hotel room? I'm like, well, what's $50? He's like, well, you don't want to go out to dinner, right? So we had to find a way to communicate to be like, okay, this is what you need. This is what you need. This is how we're going to come together. And, you know, a lot of people say you compromise in a relationship. I personally maybe one of those people where i'm like eh. i look at it more as like how do we both get 100 percent of what we want now some people are like well you're chopping away i'm like but 100 percent of what i want is for me to be happy and that person to be happy so i look at it as like we don't compromise i look at it as like we can go into this and we feel really good because if we are compromising and if my entire relationship is compromising i feel like oh i'm never getting what i want so now instead of saying this is how we're gonna fly this is the hotel we're gonna stay in it's more of like this is the reason we want to do this. This is how we're going to do this. This is how we're going to feel the best. And this is how we're going to also save money. And I'm like, well, I love saving money. I love money, right? And that could be really tough in a relationship when two people want two different things. But if you communicate what that one thing is that's going to make you feel good. Because a lot of times what we do is like, okay, what's going to make you feel great? Again, time alone. Scott's like, okay, I'm going to send you to San Diego. 
And he's like, where do you want to stay? I'm like, I want to stay here. And there are some times where I'm like, okay, it's only a 45 minute flight. Like, I don't need to fly first class. I know I sound bougie, but like, look, look, that's what I want to do. And I'm like, you know, I'll hop on a quick Southwest or whatever, because I want to stay at this particular hotel. So there has to be like, what do you want? And it's so funny because my favorite place that I go to in San Diego, I told Scott the other day, I was like, you know, I probably don't need to stay at that hotel. I could probably stay at a cheaper hotel close by because I know I'm spending a lot of money to play tennis. So it's just like these things when you actually start to communicate with your spouse, you also start to realize your own flaws, if you will. And you realize that some of the things that you give weight to, you're like, eh, I don't necessarily need that. And it, it gets into your knees versus one. But all of that happens with communicating and communicating with your spouse. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So one of the things that Scott and I did maybe two or three weeks ago is we actually did the love language test. And this was one of the most incredible things that we've ever done in our relationship and being together for almost 11 years now. um, It's just so interesting how it immediately kind of changed our dynamic in a good way. We actually guessed each other's love language, which I thought was really cool. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy we actually know, but we never gave a lot of weight to it. So I knew right away that Scott's love language was words of affirmation. I knew it because every single time, every single time, y'all, I tell Scott, every time I say, I love you, he literally tears up. Every single time, y'all, it's so crazy. Like I could go out there right now and be like, you know, I love you so much. He would be like, oh my God. And he would tear up because it means so much to him. When it came time for me to guess his love language, I was like, it's words of affirmation. That second breath, I asked myself, I'm like, well, why haven't I been using that? And that's because I haven't been communicating the best way because I'm communicating for me. I'm not communicating knowing what it is that's going to make him feel good. You know, I walk up to him and I'm like, I love you so much. And I, you know, and I immediately see that it makes him happy. On my YouTube channel, you can see our wine night that we did this. I even, I didn't realize that my love language was quality time. I just never thought that. I knew it wasn't words of affirmation. I think as a motivator, I'm always speaking. I'm like, it's like a, like a, a DJ. They're probably at home, like, <laughs> with their, their earplugs in. Like, they don't even want to hear the cars go by the street. They want no noise at all. But I was surprised to know that my love language is quality time. But it's very interesting because I realized that the minute I leave Scott, when I drive away, if I know I'm going to the airport, I, before I even get out of our neighborhood, I am so sad. But I never really thought that quality time is my thing. It's quality time because I actually love the quality time I have with myself. I love the quality time I have with my friends. Now, he knows that quality time is, and I don't know if he does this on purpose, but he spends more time working here inside at the transformation center instead of like he'll stand at the counter more because he knows like I like being around him all of that happened because of our willingness to communicate if we don't communicate if we don't take time 
to want to understand each other. If we want, if we don't communicate in the way that our spouse needs to communicate, I know for a fact, a lot of times you go in different directions. Now I'm not a relationship expert. However, I can say that there are a lot of people out there that have probably gotten a divorce or have broken up because they just decided to not communicate and they were just being stubborn. Now that can happen in the beginning of a relationship or at the end of a relationship. Some people probably shouldn't have got together. If they would have communicated, they might have been like, oh, we mad, cool. Instead of that communicating, why do you want to be in this relationship? Like, have you ever, when you started dating someone, of course you're like, why do you love me? Why do you like me? It's like, okay, why should we actually get in a relationship with each other? Like, what is it that you want out of me? And what is it that I want out of you? And having an open dialogue, because sometimes the feeling, the emotion of love leads the charge and you don't really know that it's infatuation, right? And if you're honest with why you're together, like there's some people that's like, nah, I'm just trying to kick it with him for a minute. I'm like, well, have you told him? Because if he's just, you know, a fill in the blanks, then maybe he doesn't want to deal with that. And now you're going to go down the road and now it's going to be hard to break up, right? Because you're dragging somebody down the road, but he's not really the person you want to be with. I'll tell you this, because I'm just being very honest today. I was actually engaged before I met Scott. And I shouldn't have been because I got engaged out of comfort, not out of love. Right? So, but I didn't communicate that. I shouldn't have been in that relationship in the first place. I was quote unquote lonely, which is a whole nother discussion to talk about. But I'm like, okay, I'm lonely. I'm in this city by myself. The first person I meet, I'm like, oh, this person is really nice, really great, gives me attention. Okay spend time with them, knowing that I know that this person isn't the person I should be with forever. They're not mean. They're a really, really great person. I'm like, well, we'll get engaged and that will fix it. It didn't purely because I didn't communicate. At the end of relationships, people break up because they don't communicate. They probably really love each other. They probably want to be with each other. They probably really think that that person is a really great friend, but because they're unable to communicate their real emotions and to accept who and what they are, and what they're not bringing to the table, people start to drift apart. There are so many relationships where, you know, one spouse has a night shift, and one spouse has a day shift. They're like, we need the money, we need the money. They brush their teeth in the bathroom, one's going to bed, one's waking up, and they break up because they didn't communicate the fact that we don't want this. There's many different reasons. So I say, if you're you're in a situation, and you are drifting apart from your spouse, like, are you drifting apart from them because you don't like them, or you're just afraid to communicate? Because when you don't communicate, it can like completely destroy a relationship. There have been plenty of times that me and you have gone into a situation where we didn't communicate effectively and it's blown up because of our negative selfishness and just the fear of communication. And that's the last thing I want to say is a lot of people, it's not that you don't want to communicate. You have a fear of communicating because you don't know what's going to happen. And, and Scott was was that kind of person. Like he wouldn't say anything because he didn't want to rock the boat. And I'm like, if you know anything about me, honey, I love some waves, but not because I love roller coasters in a rocky boat. I'm just like, sometimes you have to go through bad weather to understand how to maneuver it the next time. Don't be afraid to communicate with your spouse. And I think that prefacing conversations with your spouse goes such a long, long, long way. If you go to your spouse and you're like, hey, I'm really nervous to talk to you about this because I don't want you to take me the wrong way, but I'm also very emotional. So it may sound like I'm really upset. I just want to say that before I talk to you about this. They can number one, brace themselves. They can know it's coming from you. 
And then whatever happens, it lightens the load and pressure that it puts on them. But if you just walk up to somebody without prefacing what is about to happen, then there's a blow up, there's a blow up, there's a blow up, and it takes a much longer time to get to the root of the existence or the core of the issue. All communication, like you can eliminate the fear of communication if you communicate with yourself and you know the root of why you feel that way. If you look within yourself and you know how you love to love and you know how you want to be loved and you know how you need to be communicated to and you look and you know how other people need to be communicated to and you know how to preface a conversation, your relationship is already one step better in a communication department. It's already one step better because you've done the work for yourself. Go to the mirror and talk to yourself. Or, I mean, you can sit in a chair and talk to yourself. I like talking to myself in the mirror because I be looking at myself like, child, you acting a straight up fool. And I communicate best with myself in the mirror. And I'm just like, well, what is it? Because you really, you can't lie to your own face. Because even if you're not telling the truth, like, you know you're telling the truth. So you looking in your face and you're like, I'm not telling the truth. It's so much better to come to your own truth, to your own face, before you go communicate with your spouse so that you know how to communicate. And the other thing is, don't prolong communication. If something happens today... Try to get it today because the longer it goes, the more it builds up, the longer it's going to take to fix it. It's just like weight gain and weight loss. You will gain the weight quickly. <laughs> it, it happens fast and it takes so much longer to lose the weight. And that's the same thing when it comes to communicating with your spouse. The stress of that builds up really quickly and it takes a long time to fix issues. Like if you hold on something for three days, it's going to be longer to fix it. If you hold on something for a year, it's going to take so long to fix it. But if you go today and say, hey, love or babe or whatever you call your spouse, like, this is what I'm feeling. They're going to be like, when did, when did you start feeling this way? Just now. Great. When you go to your spouse and you're like, you know, babe, I want to, you know, I have this to talk about. How long have you been feeling this way? For about three months. And then you're like, wait a minute. So all this time we've been being happy. We've been doing all this stuff. Like you've had this in the back of your mind, like, it's so much better to try and go right away. It's harder to go right away. Maybe an insecurity you have or maybe just tough to tell somebody something. But it's so much better to communicate right away so that you can have a successful relationship. And that's how you really trust and believe in your relationship. You have to trust your partner. And in order to trust your partner, you have to be super transparent. You have to want to talk to them. And you want them to trust you. A partner is going to trust you when you come to them with the tough issues. I mean, it's easy to say, oh my gosh, this is great. But the trust, a lot of trust is built when it's vulnerable and when they can trust that what you're saying is coming from a good place. And then it's much easier to believe because you know, when you are in an argument with your spouse, a lot of times you're like, I don't believe you or they don't believe you. And the reason why is because you've held on to something, you haven't been open about it. So it takes a longer time to, for them to believe what it is you're talking about. But if you actually put into action, I'm going to communicate with my spouse. I'm going to be honest with them. And this happens on a daily basis. While yes, will conversations still be hard? Yes. But you will have the foundation of trust and you have the foundation of belief. We haven't done it in a while, but me and Scott used to have hot tub confessionals where at the end of the month we would just talk about things that not are super serious but things that we may have like felt that month or you know just ways to to enhance our relationship and we would do it in the hot tub with drinks because it's a relaxing time and, it, and we had a rule like nobody can get mad because this is our time to really trust each other believe each other and fix the relationship <laughs> 
And that's how you trust and believe in your relationship. So find quality time with your spouse. Don't be afraid to preface the conversations. But most importantly, make sure you know why you want to communicate the way you should communicate and where that feeling is coming from if you want to have a successful conversation. And then that way, no one is a non-communicative spouse. And always trust and believe in who you and your spouse are. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.